Welcome to Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast with Elizabeth Crawford, where I dish with trendsetters, tastemakers, and industry experts about everything from emerging trends to marketing strategies to regulatory pressures. As an influential early adopter in the incubator model that has spread throughout the CPG food and beverage industry in recent years, Chobani continues to push the boundaries of the entrepreneurial ecosystem by fine-tuning its program and recruitment process to identify and support a more diverse set of entrepreneurs than who've traditionally participated in such programs. In this spirit, the company is dedicating its upcoming fall incubator program to three veteran-founded startups, which like all previous cohort participants, will travel to Chobani's New York City office to learn from the company's experts in sales, marketing, and innovation. But unlike previous cohorts, participants will also gain valuable insights and ongoing support from the Institute for Veterans and Military Families at Syracuse University, which partnered with Chobani to create this first-of-its-kind food incubator program. In this episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast, Chobani's Director of New Ventures, Zoe Feldman, explains why supporting veterans and creating specialized cohorts is important to continue to move the food industry forward in a positive direction. We'll also hear from the founders of each of the participating companies about what inspires them, what sets their products apart from the competition, and how they hope to grow their businesses in the coming years. The idea for Chobani's veteran cohort was planted last fall when the company launched a limited edition yogurt that was patriotic and designed to raise funds for and awareness of the struggles that some service members face when they return home. As Feldman explains, the tribute was so successful that the company wanted to explore how else it could support those who risk their lives to protect America and uplift our country's values. Chobani over the course of the past couple of years has been focused on, you know, helping military veterans and, and their families. And the first such incidents of that was the limited edition SKU, um, Red, White, and Blueberry, which was created by internal Chobani folks who are military veterans to raise a million dollars for Operation Homefront, which is another military veteran and family-focused nonprofit that we are supporting, which is super exciting. So that launched um, about a year and a half ago. And we at the incubator are part of Chobani, but, you know, we're a separate entity as part of the overall organization. And we had really seen the excitement around Operation Homefront as a limited edition SKU. And then we were also thinking about, you know, ways we could continue to push the boundaries of the entrepreneurial ecosystem and really continue to move the food industry forward in a positive direction. For spring 2019, we had a big focus on diversity um, in the cohort, diversity in terms of race, ethnicity, and gender for founders and employees of CPG startups. And in addition to that, you know, when we were sifting through these 600 or so applications, what we noticed was that we had about 15 applications from military veterans who were also founders of CPG businesses. And they were all really unique businesses, all very, very small, family-owned and operated from around the country, but really over-indexing in the South. And we kind of put that aside. This was back in the winter and said, okay, this is a really interesting kind of little little jewel that we've uncovered here. Let's table this for the moment and then, you know, speak to Hamdi and Peter 
about the opportunity to perhaps support these this pretty specific group of entrepreneurs. So came back around a few months later, and they were both incredibly enthusiastic. You know, response as always is very overwhelmingly positive, um, and really encouraged us to move forward with creating a more specialized cohort for these folks. So we had the internal um, uh, team that runs kind of social impact and philanthropy at Chobani do some research and partner with us on looking at a handful of really renowned nonprofits that focus on military veteran entrepreneurs and entrepreneurship. And we ultimately decided to partner with IVMF. We really like the fact that they're a part of Syracuse University. They're much more academically focused, but also have some really tangible programming. And we obviously really love that they were close to our home base in upstate New York near our manufacturing facility and our office up there. So we partnered with IVMF and, you know, we put applications out about three months ago and we got about 60 applications, which is what we thought because obviously, you know, there are a lot of military veterans that are entrepreneurs um, who come back from deployment and start their own businesses. And we went through the applications using very similar criteria as we do for our broader CPG incubator program. I would say the only criteria that was slightly different was we did realize these businesses would be much smaller, kind of orders of magnitude-wise. We weren't looking at, you know, $1 to $3 million companies. Um, we were looking primarily at kind of under $250,000 in, in revenue. Um, so we had to switch up our criteria a little bit with respect to the size of the businesses. And then we ultimately decided, you know, on these three amazing companies to support um, about a month ago. So we're really excited to be doing this, and we're really um, excited to be working with IBMF at Syracuse University um, to be partnering with them on helping to provide military veterans who are also CPG food and beverage founders to grow and expand their businesses. Well, this is the first time that Chobani has partnered with an outside organization to support and scale participants in one of its incubator cohorts. Feldman says that the decision to do so was a no-brainer. We're really good at supporting and helping to scale early-stage consumer food and beverage businesses, but, you know, my team, no one on my team, including myself, is a military veteran, and that's not our lived experience. We don't understand the unique challenges that those folks might face when they come back from deployment. We really need to partner with people who understand broadly and then super specifically and tangibly how to support veterans um, in an entrepreneurial environment. Um, IVMF is a program that provides support and training um, to veteran-owned small businesses. And so as part of the Chobani Incubator Program, IVMF, you know, also obviously helped us vet the applications and they, you know, provided um, some support in terms, of, um, in terms of, of media and getting the word out through their various networks, which are obviously quite large. Um, but moving forward, they'll be participating um, in the program a bit and, and give some overviews of the IBMF programming during our one-week program here at Chobani. But after the program ends, they're going to, the, the, the three businesses that are part of this Chobani Incubator Veterans Cohort with IBMF will continue to have access to IBMF world-renowned programs for supporting um, entrepreneurs in, who, are, who are, you know, owners of veteran-owned businesses. So if you go on their website, they have a multitude of different programs that they offer for founders and small businesses um, at their campus in Syracuse. And they also do digital programming. So it's some online learning, some in-person learning, and it's really helping to support these businesses more as overall businesses and provide that support and that community of other military veterans who are also small business owners, which is something we obviously can't provide. 
Chobani also is structuring this cohort differently from past incubator programs to be more peer-led with the hope of creating lasting relationships and opportunities for mentorship. You know, we're really tailoring the program now to be almost peer-led and run because at this point we've got 36 businesses ranging from 250,000, you know, uh, to 50 million in sales, right? So we've shepherded these businesses over the course of the past three years and it's not just the founders. Now some folks have whole sales teams and marketing teams and really peers to these three founders from these three veteran-owned businesses who knew what it was like when you were still handbagging your own products and creating your own labels and when you didn't have a co-packer yet. So a lot of this is going to be peer-to-peer learning and knowledge that's sort of passed on from larger companies that have already been through the cohort, which is not something we've ever done before. And it's because these three companies are true startups. Giovanni's veteran cohort program also is unique because it's highly condensed, but still packed with the essential information for successfully scaling a business. It's one week as opposed to the typical, you know, three to four month program in which, you know, we bring folks in for a week a month. And it's one week because of the size of the businesses. And what we're really hoping to do is get sort of the basic one-on-one knowledge of everything from how to build a sales deck to, you know, a redesign and development of the website. We're really taking all of Chobani's resources and bringing them to bear in a very tangible way for these folks. And I think it's going to be a huge amount of value add by the time the week is over. And the idea is to then have them have one-on-one mentors, you know, moving forward after December where they're really paired with a couple other businesses that are bigger than them who have participated in past cohorts who can really help them answer questions and help mentor them as the months and the years go on. As noted, Chobani's inaugural veteran cohort includes three very diverse participants, all of whom hail from the South and all of whom have placed family values as a cornerstone for their businesses. The first of the trio to join Chobani's veteran cohort is Teresa Black, a Naval Reserve officer and licensed attorney in Chantilly, Virginia, who founded her Better For You Gelato and Sorbet company, Amor Con Gelato, this year. As Black explains, the inspiration for her company stems from her young daughter's love of ice cream and her own desire to offer her a healthier alternative, as well as build a sustainable life for the two of them together. So my my idea for this company came from my daughter, actually. So right before she turned two, I was deployed for about 14 months, a little, a little under 14 months. And before I left, I threw her a birthday party because her birthday was the very next week, and I wanted to be there for the party, you know. Um, and I made her an ice cream cookie cake. And that was the first time she ever had ice cream before, and unfortunately, she liked it a little bit too much. <laughs> um, and uh, I was not okay with that. Uh, and so while I was on deployment, I was actually thinking of different ways, different businesses I could start, and um, that that incident spurred my creativity and on the lines of, on the lines of a, a healthier ice cream, which gelato happens to be. Um, and so I made an all-natural ice cream. I took out the cane sugar because I don't give cane sugar to my daughter, um, added in the agave, and then put the hidden fruits in the sorbets um, because this is something that I'd feel comfortable giving to her, unlike the ice creams that are on the market, which are not the same. In addition to using agave instead of cane sugar, Black improved the nutritional value of her sorbets and gelatos by blending in vegetables as well as fruit. So I have uh, different flavors. My favorite is Berry Delicious. 
Um, and that one has uh, berries plus spinach in it. Um, and the, the best thing about it, actually, is so all of the flavors, honestly, my daughter my daughter will eat and my daughter loves. So her favorite is the beaded berry. Um, and so that one obviously has beets in it, um, and she loves that one. And so honestly, when she eats, whenever she asks me for gelato, um, she'll say, Mommy, can I please have the beet flavor? And it's just really funny because it's not something that you usually hear kids say. But um, a lot of my sales were at farmer's markets, and the one that the kids loved the most actually was the beet flavor. And it was funny because when I would tell parents, like, oh, yeah, this one has beets, and they would just be like, oh, they're not going to like that one. And their kids would try it, and sure enough, they always liked it. Um, It's such a unique flavor that they've never actually had. So, like, a lot of parents don't give their kids vegetables because they won't eat them. Um, But they don't usually try beets because not a lot of adults even eat beets. Um, So it's not a flavor they've learned to hate yet. (laughs) Um, So they actually like it a lot. Um, And then I have, like, a tropical storm with a tropical flavor with kale in it, obviously, right? Um, um, A lot lot of adults like that one. And then um, I have pina cucumberlata which is pina colada with a hint of cucumber in it. Um, and we have charismatic raspberry mango, charis mango raspberry. Um, but the idea is that they're like smoothies. As for applying to Chobani's incubator, Black said she was drawn to the program because of its focus on founders, as well as the executive leadership's willing to, quote, get in the trenches with the budding companies and their drive to make healthier food available to the masses. I researched different incubators, and Chobani is one of the ones that I focused in on, and then ultimately one that I chose because it resonated with me for um, for many reasons, but one of the main reasons was because of their dedication to the companies that they work for. Um, I obviously don't, I guess it's not obvious, but I don't know any anyone that's taken part in their program, but I came to my conclusion about their dedication by looking at the other incubator programs and then comparing them to Chobani's. So... Many of the successful incubators out there have, a, have partnered with big-name food companies, but they aren't really run by those big names. And for sure, none of the founders of those big names are actually going down into the trenches with the budding companies, um, the budding new businesses, and, and, you know what I mean, getting their hands dirty. Um, Shivani is, like, swooping in with this, like, legitimate desire to make sure that small food companies with a bit of a flame aren't being stomped out by the giants before they have a chance to become a, a bonfire, you know? I think that they will help us to grow into being capable, like show and help us be capable of even selling in grocery stores, um, helping us with our marketing techniques, helping us get like work with different brokers um, once we get into those grocery stores. But then also helping with our our design, like our product design, not our product design, our our, uh, our packaging design. Um, so basically, help us to be stand out because obviously in the world of ice cream. We have we're 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 going to be we're, we're the baby right so and you're already you're going in over your head I mean you walk into the grocery store right now and the whole freezer is full of um, of ice cream but the reality is is that when Giovanni walked into the grocery store the whole refrigerator section was full of yogurt you know what I mean and they took over so they already know what I'm facing and they know how to overcome it so I believe that working with them will help me to do the same thing. The second participant in Chobani's veteran cohort is Jay Lee's Gourmet Barbecue Sauce, which was founded in 2013 by Army veteran James Lee and his mother Helen Lee with the goal of, according to James, providing a better-for-you product that everyone can enjoy. We started uh, back in uh, 1999 as I was serving in the United States Army, and uh, I was making a sauce for 
uh, different soldiers. I took it over to Korea, to uh, Germany. The Korean nationals loved it. The German nationals loved it. And, of course, the American soldiers loved it. And uh, I used to uh, make it for, like, cookouts and just special events. But um, my father is the one who gave me the base for the uh, recipe. And uh, I started just making it and perfecting it. And um, But what we, what we tried to do is make a product that everybody can enjoy. It was a taste that all families would love. Uh, we want to give you a quality product. Uh, we're not going to give you anything that we're not going to give our family. So uh, our product is uh, it has no high fructose corn syrup. It's gluten-free, no MSG, no preservatives, uh, low sodium. The product is kosher. It is vegan-friendly also. And uh, we just wanted to give everybody a, a quality product that they can enjoy. We also have a, a diabetic-friendly product, uh, the diabetic-friendly uh, barbecue sauce. This sauce is made with agave. And uh, agave is a natural uh, sweetener. What it did was uh, made it where they can't taste the difference, you know, but the, the sweetener, the uh, natural sweetener is better for them. So it don't spike their blood sugar and keep it going. So it was, it was a much better uh, deal for people with diabetes. And uh, we are concerned about people's health, so that's why we want to use quality ingredients in everything that we use, that we make. Lee's decision to skip traditional sweeteners in his sauce doesn't mean that he skipped out on the flavor. On the contrary, his sauce was ranked number one in the world out of more than 250 sauces in the Barbecue Superstars Network Pitmasters, and it was named the Super Sauce for All Occasions by Everyday Home Magazine twice. But while Lee has secured many high-profile accolades, he says he hopes that partnering with Chobani's incubator program will help his company gain broader exposure and distribution. We feel that the uh, program provides a great uh, opportunity for us to gain a valuable insight and expertise with the staff of successful companies, you know, by uh, providing us an excellent opportunity to uh, network with other small businesses. <clears throat> so we, look for, we really look for the, to take advantage of the money, our uh, mentorship and expertise that they, uh, they program with their program attendance. Our goal is to, uh, to bring, to have our company uh, to basically grow and also bring it into the eyes of many that don't really even know about the uh, company, you know, and, uh, you know, basically just broaden our horizons and make sure, you know, stay focused on what we got to do by giving everybody a great uh, quality product. That's, that's basically our goals is to be number one and to uh, stay number one. And like I said, to give you, your family, give you a product that you can enjoy. And when you spend your hard-earned money that, you know, you're happy. You know, you're just not getting anything thrown together. So our whole goal is to, you know, provide you with quality and uh, grow this company and uh, hopefully be able to help other small businesses. The last participant in the veteran cohort is Sumner, South Carolina-based Savor the Flavor, which makes hand-bagged grits and rice mixes with authentic regional flavors and recipes developed by the company's owner's Carolyn Hodges' grandmother. As Hodge explains, Savor the Flavor meets consumer demand for authentic dishes, bold flavors, and convenience that doesn't compromise on quality. Um, my grandmother retired from teaching in the early 90s, 
um, and started a catering company. And it got a little too big for her, so she started making these recipes in her kitchen and um, packaging them. And she stopped by this little seafood store um, in Charleston and asked them if they would be willing to sell it. And he tasted it and it, tasted it and said, absolutely, uh, bring me what you make. And so she started making the different flavors. I would say that the things that set us apart would be the flavor. Um, we've got a bunch of different unique combinations of of products that you can't purchase on the shelves. Um, some may be similar, um, but it's, it's primarily the flavor where um, she used really great uh, ingredients and um, they're easy. It's, they're simple and you get an authentic dish. Our best seller by far is our garlic cheese grits. I think that the grits really started booming a couple, maybe a decade ago um, where people just would come to the South. I think that there's just a, you know, an, an interest in Southern living and in Southern cuisine and grits or such, or corn really. Our cheese grits pair perfectly with shrimp, which is um, quite a hot item on any any Southern menu that you go to is, you know, the shrimp and grits. And all you have to do is get the shrimp and um add the grits and it's it's just so simple and so easy to make that authentic dish. While well, Savor the Flavor has a long rich history as a company for more than 20 years, Hodge explains it is sustained as a startup and that she's now hoping to expand to become a national brand with the help of the Chobani Incubator. The thing that I really hope to achieve or to, to gain from this is just the lesson, the learning, um, we're not the traditional entrepreneur. Um, we have goals of sustaining, you know, our family. We want to keep it in the family. Um, but we're so green. We don't really, we don't know the ins and outs of business plans and things like that. So um, we believe in the products that we have and the legacy that Mimi or um, Betty Lee um, created, but we know that we need to modernize everything. Um, and hopefully with Chobani and just the guidance and the knowledge that they can provide us, we can, we can do so. Right now we are trying to um, really modernize everything. We still make everything by hand. Um, we still uh, pour each individual cup into a bag, and um, we still hand label all of our bags. And so one of our main things uh, that we really need to do is upgrade and update our packaging and then also you know just the the process the manufacturing process and the um, like advertising and marketing Uh, it just seems that right now is where like in my life and in my family's life that we're we've actually had the time to actually sit down and dissect and see what we need to do because we've just been kind of chugging along and and now we have this opportunity to where we know we want to move forward. And then I got an email (laughs) saying, hey, there's this opportunity with this cohort. And originally I saw the regular cohort. And I was like, oh, my goodness, that sounds perfect. But then I saw the veterans cohort. And I was like, oh, my goodness, that sounds even more perfect because it's more, I think, of the class opportunity. So um, because I really want to learn. I want to keep doing it. And I want to be hands-on. But... It's like trying to eat an elephant. Oh, 
dream for the business. We would love to become a household name. Um, we would love to spread the love of Southern cuisine, um, one cheese, one bite of cheese groats at a time, you know. Um, but uh, we have we have dreams and aspirations of being in um, restaurants and being in grocery stores and um, you know restaurants where people can eat it and then buy it before they leave. Um, we think would be fantastic and and really just to sustain our family. Um, provide a, a, you know, provide for our children and and to carry on a legacy that my grandmother worked very very hard to create and you know show our children what it is to to earn a living. Looking forward, Feldman says that Jobani hopes to offer additional specialized incubator cohorts while also maintaining its broader CPG cohort. But she admits exactly how that will play out depends in part on the success of Chobani's inaugural veteran cohort program this fall. What we've decided to do is do, just given the nature of the way the market has shifted and competition has shifted, we've decided to do, you know, our, our broader CPG cohort in the spring, which we, we have applications open now for spring 2020 um, until December 1st. Uh, and then we'd really like to do a more specialized cohort in the fall. Um, you know, and depending on what happens with this cohort, again, this is something I would love to continue to do on an annual basis and, you know, still work with IVMF and maybe bring in some other partners and really figure out how we can create a more robust um, agenda and some programming and support over the life cycle of these businesses that are owned by veterans as they continue to hopefully grow. So it's not a one-off, but I think we need to get through this December and see, you know, the success and see where there are things we need to do in order to improve. And with that, we've reached the end of another episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast. But before I let you go, as we approach Veterans Day, I want to thank all of those who have served our country and express my wish for your success going forward. I also want to encourage those of you who don't already to subscribe to us on iTunes so that you're sure to catch every upcoming episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast. With that, until next time, this is Elizabeth Crawford wishing you a productive and profitable week.